Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. It's so good to be available to worship him. Bless his holy name. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, team, for being there to help us worship this great king. Bless his holy one. Today is supposed to be Mother's Day, so we'd like to wish all you mothers out there happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. We appreciate your heart and your efforts and what you have brought to our lives and the families that God has put you in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful songs and thanksgiving. We live in very strange and the Bible calls them perilous times. And so you will see things happening on the planet which will uh, probably shock you. And anyone in their normal senses should begin to question and wonder what is happening. And the Bible says that's the beginning of sorrows. And that when you see these kind of things happen, you should lift up your head because your redemption draws nigh. Hallelujah. These things will keep happening. So uh, you don't have to get shocked if you're a believer. Praise God. One thing after another, earthquakes, pestilences, wars, rumors of wars, one thing after another, but you can lift up your head for your redemption draws nigh. It's just the time uh, for the rounding up of the church age, and so um, you can pray, but stick with scriptural prayers, because it's all in God's timetable. And so salvation must be the main thrust of our prayer. Uh, according to the scriptures, if you can stick with 1 Timothy 2, uh, 1 all the way through 5, and 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter, 1, 2, 3, uh, it would be a blessing. How do you know that? Well, the scripture says in 1 John five fourteen, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, the verse continues, then notice what happens. We will have the petition that we desired of him. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? So it starts off by saying, if you ask anything according to his will, which is his word, his plan, his purpose, he will hear us. And then he says, if you know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we have the petitions that we desired of him. Hallelujah. How about that for an absolute guarantee uh, to answered prayer? Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So if we ask according to the word of God, there is a guarantee that God will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, notice that. That is where our confidence comes from. From the knowledge. The confidence is, my God heard me. And I have that confidence because I asked according to the word of God. Which is his will. Which is the testament. The will. Thank you Jesus. And so, I am sure, I am confident that I will have the petitions that I desired of him. How clear is that? Amazing, isn't it? So, Ask according to the scriptures, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 5, and then 2 Thessalonians 3, 1 to 3, and you will see 
God has definitely heard you and therefore the answers are coming your way. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Notice that. Let's uh, also hear. Thank you, Brother John is here. Uh, 1 John 5, 14 and 15 in Canada. Thank you. ನಾವು ಆತನ ಚಿತ್ತಾನುಸಾರವಾಗಿ ಏನಾದರೂ ಬೇಡಿಕೊಂಡರೂ ಆತನು ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾನೆಂಬ ಭರವಸೆಯು ಆತನಲ್ಲಿ ನಮಗುಂಟು ನಾವು ಏನು ಬೇಡಿಕೊಂಡರೂ ಆತನು ನಮ್ಮ ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನೆಯನ್ನು ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾನೆಂಬುದು ನಮಗೆ ಗೊತ್ತಾಗಿದ್ದಾರೆ ನಾವು ಆಶಿಸಿದವುಗಳನ್ನು ಆತನಿಂದ ನಮಗೆ ದೊರೆತವೆಂಬುದು ನಮಗೆ ತಿಳಿದದ್ದೇ it's not based on any kind of uh, you know in quote feeling or any sensual perception ah god heard me yes it's going to be all right no that's not the reason the bible says if we ask according to his word or his will he will hear us amen can you see how we are so uh, weaned off so to speak or we are supposed to be drawn off our senses in this whole pursuit of god and answers to prayer amen maybe we can say that in canada that we are being drawn off our senses and made to focus on the spirit and the word in our answers to prayer adrinda nam namma sharirikavada ondu yochanegalannu bittu devara vakyada prakara iruvage helutade hallelujah hallelujah so what is your confidence what is your confidence that you have in him if somebody asks you what gives you such confidence Why are you confident that God has heard your prayer and your answer is simply I know the word I know the will of God and when I ask according to the will of God I know he hears me and because I know he hears me I have the petition I have desired of him hallelujah I have the petition that I have desired of him God wants your petitions to be granted to you hallelujah it's like a list an item of things and you bring it to him and you say father according to your word this is what you want this is what you said this is what you paid for this is what jesus did for me and therefore if i ask according to these things and if i ask in the name of jesus you will give it to me and therefore today i know that i will have the petitions i desired of you hallelujah So let's um maybe now and then take a little time to just thank him and think upon the fact that if we ask anything according to his word according to his will he will hear us just imagine you know spending a few uh minutes or hours just thinking if i ask anything according to his word he will hear me wow if i ask anything according to his word according to his will he will hear me Oh praise God and if I know that he hears me praise God then I have the petition I've desired of him isn't that amazing praise God isn't that wonderful to know that you and I don't have to use somebody else's prayer that we don't need to ride on the good deeds of somebody else hallelujah but you and I can go directly in this new covenant to our father God according to his word and receive petitions receive desires oh hallelujah isn't that wonderful that's the power of the new covenant that is the confidence that god gives a new covenant believer hallelujah 
the new covenant believer oh hallelujah has become confident that if he approaches god according to god's word he will definitely get the petitions he desired of him praise the lord hallelujah so let's just maybe say that the confidence that a new covenant believer has is that he can approach god's throne and receive answers himself ಅದರಿಂದ ಒಬ್ಬ ಹೊಸ ಒಣಬಡಿಕೆ ಒಂದು ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿಗೆ ಯಾವುದೇ ಒಂದು ಭರವಸೆ ಇದೆ ಅಂದ್ರೆ ಆತನು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಸಿಂಹಾಸನ ಮುಂದೆ ಹೋಗಿ ಕೂಡ ಕೃಪೆಯನ್ನು ಹೊಂದಲಿಕ್ಕೆ ಆಗುತ್ತದೆ and then if you know that if you are confident of that if you are sure of that how are you sure because you know his will notice that your assurance thank you your assurance is based on being sure that you know what his will is you know you're so sure this is what god wills this is what jesus paid for this is what jesus died for this is what jesus rose for this is according to his word this is in jesus name and therefore i am going to have it i'm going to receive it hallelujah can you see that your assurance is important when you are sure that god heard you then you have the petition that you desired and how are you sure that god heard you because you asked according to his will or his word see how it all you know goes back into the truth about his word about his love his covenant and that's why we spend time studying the word getting into the things of the word so that we can have confidence the confidence this is 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 the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will or his word we know he hears us we know he hears us how about that for confidence confidence is to know that your father hears you and if you know that he hears you you got it wow once you can know that he has heard you you got your answer praise god hallelujah confidence this is what we need confidence in these times where confidences are being shaken where guarantees are being shaken where there is no expectation where there's nothing to look forward to we have to have confidence in him that there is an almighty who is your father the almighty has become our daddy hallelujah almighty that means anything is possible all things are possible the almighty has become your father and he has you know your full attention praise god his ear is open to you because you asked according to his word hallelujah and therefore whatever you ask hallelujah you can receive the petition that you desired of him isn't that awesome praise god aren't you glad that this is the new testament this is the need of the hour for every believer see you don't have to run from pillar to post looking for somebody to pray for you you can have confidence in your father you can have confidence in your own father 
Nothing wrong with praying for each other or asking for prayer. Paul asked for prayer. Paul said, pray for me that I will open my mouth properly. He would always ask for prayer. Nothing wrong with that. Are you getting what I'm saying here? But it is important that we also grow up in this knowing that I have my Father's heart, His ear, His will is for me. Praise God. It's growing up. That's maturing. That's developing. You know, we don't have to stay always, uh, you know, at the mercy of somebody else's prayer. Glory to God. So let's just say that. We don't have to always stay at the mercy of somebody else's prayer. So, you know, uh, the cute little thing that you add to the end of your letter, uh, thank you for your prayers, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Amen. Oh, Ungal the Pratana. Because of your well wishes. All that sounds quaint and cute. But the truth is, each one of us ought to know that you can have confidence in Him. You can boldly come to Him and receive answers because you know what His will is. You know what His word is. And you can receive answers yourself. Say Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. If we don't do this, we are wasting our time as a new covenant people. Hallelujah. You know, if we don't actually clarify these things, then what Jesus died died for and rose again and after Pentecost poured out on us is a waste. For him to now say, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Just like that. Wow. Of course. (laughs) All of us could use some more. Say amen. How many of you got everything you wanted? Well... In the physical realm, maybe not. But in the spirit realm, everything pertaining to life and godliness has been given. Every single thing that you and I will need forever, ever, has been given to us already in Christ Jesus in the form of precious promises. Of course, we could use some more so that we cannot just think about ourselves alone, but we can become uh, able distributors, we can do more than we would like to do, etc., etc. Amen? How many of you would like to do more than you are doing right now? Yeah, I mean, man, distribute a few cars, give a house here, give some land there, you know, things like that. Instead of saying, man, I don't even have my own. Say amen, somebody. Are you getting this? So we need to draw on these kind of prayer uh, desires and our Father's heart. And see them come to pass. Say amen. Amen. Notice that this is not in any way based on time or season. That in 2021, oh man, (laughs) heaven cannot answer, you know. (gasps) We have problems in heaven in 2021. Answers are just tough. Do you think God is like pulling his beard and... Ripping his hair saying, 2021, I can't answer prayers. Oh, no. No. Never. This is a blank check for his people. Just there. Of course, there's all kinds of perilous times out there. There's all kinds of stuff happening. But God has not changed his position on answering prayer. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. It is with that confidence that we're here today. Otherwise, we might as well just fold up 
wrap up the show, look for a pit, and dive into it. Are you out there? Just roll over, play dead, act the possum, and give up. Are you out there? But because of this confidence that there is an almighty God who has become our father because of Jesus, that he has not changed his mind, he has not changed his heart on the matter, that we can have our petitions granted in Jesus' name. Oh, that sounds pretty plucky talk, pastor, in 2021. Hey, this is the confidence that we have in him. It's not anything else. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask or desire, we have the petitions that we desired of him. Say amen somebody. That has not changed. John wrote it. The one who was always leaning on him. This was the last person to conclude the scriptures. After this, you have the book of Revelation, which he wrote. In other words, this is like final stuff. You better be sure about it. Hallelujah. Amen. So my brother, my sister, not with any air of arrogance, but just from a heart that says, our daddy has not changed, and our daddy wants to answer your heart's desire, just get his will. Let's do this thing. Let's obtain. Let's receive. It doesn't matter what age or time it is out there. Hallelujah. That's all. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I noticed very well that in John, 1 John 5.14, there was a parenthesis there that said, this does not work in 2021. Did you see anything like that? No. 2022, 2025, nothing like that. As long as the church is here, this has to work. Once the church has gone away, that's not our problem anymore. Mercy on those who are left here. They must get saved in Jesus' name. Are you out there? Notice I am not trying to sound cocky, arrogant, or uh, high and mighty, or any such thing. It is just confidence in Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I don't want to communicate anything else like that. So in that light... Thank God. Let's go on to look at something else. Praise God. Are you out there today? Ha ha ha. Even that ha 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 is not meant to make fun of anybody. You know, because sometimes wonder, people wonder, what is this ha 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 about? Ha 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 is putting on joy. Amen. It's not that you feel joyful because feelings cannot be trusted. You cannot trust your emotions. You cannot trust your feelings. Jesus said, ask and receive that your joy might be full. But how do you know that you are receiving? Because you asked according to the word. And so, when you ask according to the word, you start acting like your joy is already full. And so you are receiving. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask that you might receive, that your joy might be full. So if I'm believing these things, I should just be saying, ha, 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 I got it. I I got my answer there. I got the other answer too. Hallelujah. My joy is full. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, it's one of those days. 
What, what one of those days? One of those days when you just want to say everything you can say. But you have to say what the Spirit wants you to say. Amen? We're all going through something or another. And I notice in the book of uh, Psalms that we read, the 91st Psalm there, he said there was something called, you know, pests that come at night. Did you notice that? And then others in the day. Hallelujah. If you have been awake on the planet lately, you would have noticed that in the nighttime there's some special kind of effect. Have you noticed that? A special pestilence, a special fear, a special lying thing has been hovering around. Have you noticed that? Yeah. If you haven't noticed it, don't worry. That's all right. No problem. You don't have to. You know, but I'm just noticing that, hey, God knows about stuff that happens at night. And God knows about stuff that happens in the daytime too. Hallelujah. (laughs) And he's given us the 91st Psalm to cover all bases. Amen. Praise God. So, ha ha ha. Let's go down to Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. Notice there, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day. God is speaking, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose. Wow, choose? You mean I have a choice in this matter? A choice, really? Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Notice that, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, thou mayest obey his voice, Thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is your life, and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land, that means stay here, instead of just packing off. You may dwell in the land, which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. Did you notice all of that stuff there? He said, choose, you can choose to live. You can choose Whether you want to stay here or not. The choice is with us. And he's saying, I would like to absolve myself of all blame. I'm calling heaven and earth to witness as as though I'm in a court. And I'm saying, this is God speaking. I have given you the choice. He's saying, heaven, earth, listen. I've given them the choice. Choose life that you and your seed may live. Notice he continues that he is our life. Notice that. For he is thy life, verse 20, the length of thy days. He is your life and the length of your days. Are you getting this? Let's hear Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20 in Canada also. Nano Jiva Vanno, Marana Vanno, Ashirwada Vanno, Shapa Vanno, Nina Munde, Tidde Nembodake, Akasha Vanno, Bumian no Ihoto, Nima Mele Sakshigalage, Kariotene. Nano Jiva Vanno, Marana Vanno, Ashirwada Vanno, Amen. Now, it's nice to know, praise God, that we live in a time where there's so much awareness about what we should eat, what we should not eat, how organic things are so important, and how this kind of water is better than the other. There are like seven different types of waters to choose from. Wow, what a time to live on the planet. But what about if you were just some Joe Blow, ordinary guy, that just got saved last week, 
and you don't have a clue about anything organic because you just you somewhere from the village but you accepted the almighty god and you simply accepted that he has said these things and you decide to choose according to it notice that that choice says he is your life not the water you drink or don't drink not the food you eat or don't eat not the chemicals not anything in the atmosphere he is your life he is your life and the length of your days did you notice that it is not based on your food actually it's not based on your water actually it's not based on the air that you breathe god said i am free from this thing i am not to be blamed i have given it like that i have said it like that and i never change i never lie this is the final thing how about that and so this job low guy who's an ordinary fellow from maybe just you know hardly able to just go on from day to day he just eats whatever is available 5 rupee here 10 rupee there kind of guy you know he stops at the junction and he eats whatever is there on the cart and then he looks for the next where they ring the bell and then he just eats some peanuts from there and he's just going on he's just happy that he saved this guy is going on you think he's going to live absolutely is he going to be checking what water he's drinking hardly he'll just say neer kodi salpa and he'll just drink it up from wherever you'll see him pouring it like then he'll put it down and then he'll take a newspaper wipe it and walk away is any hope for such a guy absolutely he is within the 100% guaranteed confines of god and his word god is our life and the length of our days god is the guarantee that you will dwell in the land as long as god is the guarantee you will live in the land you will not be cut off this is what he's saying Hallelujah and he say listen I wash my hand before heaven and earth I am free from this thing I have given the choice to them they can decide to live they can decide to stay on the planet it's not based on their food it's not based on the organics it's not based on the chicken or the pork or the fish or the nuts or the you know special greens and the super greens and all of that I am their life and the length of their days and i am the one that will make them dwell in the land are you out there nothing wrong with the greens and the super boosters and the super fruit and the yummy waters and the different teas and and the special organics and nothing wrong with all that hallelujah but don't you ever forget this is what god said the other things man said man who thinks he's so sharp has said all those things for instance you are what you eat have you heard that yeah it's common stuff you are what you eat that is a big mantra and they can prove to you that you know your body is you know carrying this and that because you ate this and that naturally you know it looks like that but guess what <laughs> you have to examine it and scrutinize it based on your almighty father's words 
You don't just swallow everything and just go with the pattern of their thinking and be molded into their fears, into their hopes, into their expectations. And when they have no hope, when they have eaten all they ought to eat, drunk all they have to drink, and they're still dying like flies, we think we'll also do the same. Notice, I don't mean it in any cocky way. I'm not saying it from any hoity-toity, high and mighty place. I'm simply saying, let's get to the root of the matter. Oh, you're talking big. Nothing big. I'm going back to the scripture. We are looking at what God said. He said, I give you the choice. You can choose to live or you can choose to die I will be your life. I will be the length of your days. I will make sure you stay on the land. I will make sure my promises come to pass. I will do all those things. I I am standing before heaven and earth. He says, I have told you these things. I have given you the choice. So, where does that come in? You are what you eat. That is a figment of man's thoughts, man's processes, man's wisdom, man's ability. Okay. Let's look at something before we continue. What does God have to say? You remember, right? One thing about you all is how you know the scripture so well. 23rd Proverb, 7th verse. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Did it say as a man eats, so is he? No. As a man thinks, so is he. I am not what I eat, I am what I think. You are not what you eat, you are what you think. Hallelujah. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Says who? The creator of the ends of the earth, who has Praise God, become our Father God in Jesus' name. Our Father, better than any human father. More care, more love, more affection. Who knows you before time began? Who formed us in our mother's womb? That Father, who loves us and knows how many hairs are on our head. Who knows when we sit, when we stand, when we lie down. He knows a word before we speak it. Who knows us? Completely. (laughs) Oh, he said, as you think, that's how you are. Don't forget about this eating business, my brother, my sister. Forget about, if I drink this, this will happen. If I eat that, the other will happen. Back off. Eat because you have to eat, that's it. Food for the belly, belly for food. In the end, both of them... They will serve their purpose and that's that. Are you out there? Praise God. Let's just back off a little bit from this world and their theories. Just don't go with them. Of course, there are Christians who are making a lot out of these things. They are talking about this. This is their main talk. Yes, it's true. There are plenty of them. But I must insert the fact that they have probably digressed from the fundamentals. Fundamentals are what he said from way back and are still being said. Are you out there? 
Praise God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So let's just say this in Canada. It's not the result of what you are eating that you are living. ನೀವು ತಿಂದ್ರಿಂದ ನೀವು ತಿನ್ನುವುದರಿಂದ ಒಂದು ಫಲಿತಾಂಶ ಇದೆ ಅದರಿಂದ ನೀವು ಜೀವಿಸ್ತಾ ಇಲ್ಲ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಡಿ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಓಕೆ ವಿ ವುಡ್ ಸೇ ಆಲ್ ರೈಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯುವರ್ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅರೈವ್ಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಓ ನಿಮ್ಮ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೀವನದಲ್ಲಿ ಯೇಸು ಇಲ್ಲ ಅಂದ್ರೆ ಸರಿ ಹೇಳಬಹುದು ನೀವು ತಿನ್ನದ್ರಿಂದ ಈ ಈ ಒಂದು ಮಟ್ಟಕ್ಕೆ ಬಂದಿದ್ದೀರಾ ಅಂತ ಬಟ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಯು ರಿಸೀವ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಚೇಂಜಸ್ ಆದರೆ ಒಂದು ಸಾರಿ ನೀವು ಯೇಸುವನ್ನು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ್ನು ಒಪ್ಪಿಕೊಂಡ್ರೆ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ವಿಷಯಗಳು ಬದಲಾಗುತ್ತದೆ ಇಟರ್ನಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಕಮ್ ಇನ್ ಓ ಈ ನಿತ್ಯ ಜೀವವು ಒಳಗೆ ಬಂದಿದೆ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಲೈಫ್ ದೇವರ ಒಂದು ಜೀವ ಯು ನೋ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿಂಗ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎವರ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಸೇ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಇನಫ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಬಿಗೆಸ್ಟ್ ಮಿರಾಕಲ್ ದಟ್ ಕುಡ್ ಎವರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಇನ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಟು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದ ಲೈಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಬಿ ಆನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ವೇ ಟು ಹೆವನ್ ಟು ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಝೂಮಿಂಗ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಹಿಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ I am your life and the length of your days. Wow. I either believe that or I just junk it. I am your life and the length of your days. I will make sure you dwell in the land. You and your children. <laughs> oh my God. You see, we have to go back to these things. No matter how glamorous and nice sounding it is, you don't have to swallow the Kool-Aid. you don't have to drink the stuff that everybody's drinking you understand what i'm saying here amen you don't have to accept everything that's been peddled out there oh aache ella vishayagalu idun tinni adu tinni anta helada adun ella adun tinbekanta avashyakata illa nimge we have a choice oh namage ond aayke ide god respects our choice oh devaru adanu maryade kodtare jesus was god in the flesh walking on the planet he did not force anybody to be saved he did not force anybody to follow him he appealed to them and their choices amen hallelujah choose whom you will serve choose this day whom you will serve if god be god serve him if baal be god serve baal people are still serving baal here and there thank god you and i found jesus because he found us <laughs> because he saw our choice before time began and he chose us and he said these are going to carry my life on the planet they are going to be containers of god's life the creator's life oh glory to god can you see how much we are different from anything out there this is good news now did we do 237 not yet let's do that in canada please avanu tanna hrudayadalli yochisuvanteye iddane avanu tinnu kudi endu heltane avana hrudayavu ninnondigilli very interesting let's hear this also 21 of proverbs 18 i'm telling you while i was thinking about it i was saying this is interesting because <laughs> it's is very interesting we have come so far we are great guys we are 2021 special guys you know we have so much info so much loaded stuff and then to just read these kind of simple principles and truths is really it flies in your face 1821 death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit 
thereof. It did not say death and life are in the power of what you are eating and drinking. Okay, if you say tongue, maybe you can put it off there. But that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about fruit that comes out of your lips. Notice the previous verse. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, not the fruit of the banana. Hallelujah. Not the orange. He will be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, with the increase of his lips. In other words, lips have fruits also. They produce fruits like oranges and all that. And if you eat them, (laughs) glory to God, you will live. Or die. You can decide. Notice there's a living and a dying also, based on the fruit that comes out of the lips. You know, this kind of gives you a small little hammer on the head. Tuck, 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 tuck. It's not about what you eat. It's not about what you're eating. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Doesn't it give you a couple of small hammers? Not a big one, because the big one can finish you. These are small hammers. Good, 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 good. You're running up and down looking for this type of organic, that kind of water, this kind of special food, that kind of vitamin, this, that, the other. Making it your life priority, breezing up and down, ordering here and thither and hither and everything. Doing all that you can do because everybody's like, now is the time to eat the right thing. Now you cannot miss the right thing. You can't eat the wrong thing, especially right now. And everybody's jumped on that bandwagon and they're all pumping along. Got to get that out. Got to get this. Got to eat this now. As a man thinks, that's how he is. What's coming out of your lips? That's what makes you live. What's making you die is in your mouth. Sorry, head. Can you see the violence with which it is coming on me? It's like slapping me left, right and center. Because I also like to eat the right stuff. Anybody who knows me knows that. Because, hey, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Check and see what's good for you, you know, and eat it. Nothing wrong with all that. Hallelujah. The German said, yeah, yeah. We had a German friend who used to say things like that. So we latched on. Yeah. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with it. But the facts of the matter, the fundamental basics of what our father said is, listen boys, <laughs> I'm calling witness here. I did not say all those kind of things. What I said was, you choose life, you decide what you think upon and say, and that's what you'll get. <gasps> I am the length of your days. I am the the guy, if you like to call it guy, I am the person that you should be saying, as long as he's on the throne, I'm all right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, what about if somebody sneezes on you? Tasha! You just take it and say, nice cream. You don't have to do that. This is the confidence that we have in him. See, it's a different kind of confidence. That what he said is his will, and if you ask according to his will, you get it. You don't have to do any of these things that we're saying. Jesus will never force you. Bible will never force you. But there is an opportunity available to listen and decide. You are not without 
choice. I am not without choice. Right now he's telling me, son, you have a choice in this matter. You decide. Am I your life? Am I the one who gives you length of days, you and your children, and makes you live on this planet, or what? And I have to think and say, you are the one. Hallelujah. Amen. So my brother, my sister, uh, whatever it is out there, let's get back to our father's heart and his thinking. What he says is final. (laughs) He cannot lie. He never changes. Amen. Can we hear also these verses? Proverbs 18, 21 and then 20 in Canada. Naligaya Vashadali Maranavu Jivavu Ive. Adanu Pritisuavuru, Adara Falavanu Tinuvaru. Tanabaya Faladinda Manushana Hoteyu Trupti Hunduvadu. Tana Tudigala Adaya Dinda Avanu Trupti Hunduvanu. So suddenly you see Joe Blow Christian who came from just eking out a living. He is moving in life, man. Things are happening. Next thing he's driving a car, he's planning to buy a house, and you're like, Who's this doogly fellow? Who's this character? And he's like, I'm a believer, Ra. I'm believing. And you look at him and you look at yourself and you think, I've been eating this, I've been doing that, he's living happily. I have this and that and the other symptoms. Say amen. Don't say amen. It's kind of dangerous, isn't it? What do you think? All right. So I was wondering, then my wife told me, it's Mother's Day. Because I was wondering why I was going to certain scriptures. Why was I thinking about that? Let's go look at one of those Mother's Day scriptures. First Peter 3. It's very Mother's Day, okay? The only apostle that we know who was definitely married was Peter. Notice verse 7. Likewise, you husbands... Dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers, oh, when it comes to prayers, things have become serious. Until then, I can decide if I should treat her well or not. <laughs> but when he said that your prayers, be not hindered. Oh, oh. You got my attention. Did it get your attention? That your prayers be not hindered. What does this mean? Your husband or your wife can be a benefit to your prayer life or not. Are you out there? So change the wife. No. Change the husband. No. After getting married to this girl. <sighs> Next year I'll get another one. No. <laughs> that's not the answer. <laughs> that's not Bible. You see, that's not... You know, after I married her, my prayer just went down. Ra. So, what is that? What are you going to... So I'm thinking, you know, I think I'm not in the will of God. Ra. I married the wrong girl. You have the choice. Say amen. You have a choice. If your choice was about prayers, then you should be ready to educate the girl also. Find out what she knows. Find out whether she has understood some things, whether she grew up in a church like that, 
etc., etc. Otherwise, you're going to have to do all that work. Say amen. And others are going to look at you like, who's this fool? Why are you doing all this? She's just a girl, etc., etc. Just another girl, man. What's so special about her? My prayers cannot be hindered. My confidence in God cannot be hindered. Mother's Day. Did you get something? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So if you are ready to do it God's way, prayers will be going. And prayer means that your connection is good. You got your Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi with God. Say amen. Things are just flowing. All the lights are on. Downloads are happening. Everything is coming to pass. Man, wow. Ready money. Circulation. Yar. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're waiting for feelings about all this, the feeling is, this is the feeling. Okay, I, I grew up in Africa. The guy's walking in the back like this. And he's smoking. And he's just... And then in front is the mama with the baby in the back, baby here, and a big basket on her head. And she's going fata, 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 like that. And the guy is coming in the back. They're going to the farm. Coming back from the farm. They're going to the market. Coming back from the market. That's it. So to turn this around and now look at the wife and say, <laughs> Wow. You're special. In Jesus' name, I have to treat you with honor. Praise the Lord. Wow. Glory to God. How does that agree with things out there? Man's man. You have to eat like a man. You are fighting like a vegetarian, it seems. You hit like you are a vegetarian. Arnold Schwarzenegger said that. Hallelujah. The world has its own ways. And everybody's looking at them. Oh, Arnold said that. Saliva is coming down. Arnold said that. <laughs> what did God say? You say you're really enjoying the moment. No. I don't want it to sound like I'm enjoying the moment. I, I can get carried away. But I'm not enjoying the moment. I'm saying... It's a major shift that has to happen in our thinking because there's a lot of lies that are very powerful out there that are molding and trying to influence us to be just another statistic that may not be here anymore. He was here, he's not here. No, that's not your case. I am your life and the length of your days. I will make you dwell on the planet, you and your seed. I will make sure the promises I gave to Abraham come to pass. You're not just some inconsequential, just figment that passes through here and there and it fizzles out. No. As you think, that's how you are. Praise God for good food and all of that. Because if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So the Job low Christian who's obeying God, he's eating better stuff now as time goes. You go to his house, oh, this is what he's eating, not bad. I know this fellow, he came from the farm, man. He doesn't even know how to speak English probably, but look what's on his table. 
Is he his willing to God? Agreeing with God's will? And he's obeying it as much as he can? The Spirit of God is not marking you based on performance, but the will. Hallelujah. The rest, the Holy Ghost will bear witness with it and quicken you. See, the one who wrote the scripture is the one who quickens us. So when you agree with the scripture, he quickens. Are you out there? How many of you are 100%? I mean, you're just walking like on air constantly, perfect. No, there's not even one. That's why we go to 1 John 1, nine. Lord, I have a will to obey you. I really want to. I messed up. Forgive me. And he's like, forgiven, forgotten, it's over. Boom. Clean slate. Start all over again. Amen? How many of you are okay? Yeah. It's alright. Notice, being heirs together of the grace of life. That was 1 Peter 3.7. Let's hear that in Kannada also. 1 Peter 3.7. Amen. That means that there is something that's allowing you to live. It's called the grace of life. The ability of God to live. The grace of life. See, He is your life. He is the length of your days. It's not your struggles and what you're eating really. It's called the grace of life. The grace of life, anything about grace, is something that is given to us without our working for it. Amen. Grace Chapel is supposed to know a little bit about it. At least. Amen. So whatever is covered by the cross and given freely to humanity to believe in is grace. Whatever Jesus paid for and offered up to humanity, say, if you can believe it's yours, that's grace. And that means life and everything pertaining to life and godliness given because of what Jesus did. And then when you get married, he gives you the grace together. And he says you are joint heirs. That means both of you have to sign. That means you better be careful with each other. Otherwise, the flow will not happen. Say amen, somebody. So, maybe in the beginning, you are ignorant of it, and you just pop her in the nose, and put her in the bum, and push her around the kitchen, because you're ignorant. <laughs> and God is like, <laughs> you, <have> not <laughs> you didn't understand anything. You have no clue what's going on. My friend, listen. I gave it to you together. If you mess with her, the thing will not work. You get nothing from heaven. Amen? Brother Ashley's there. <laughs> He's thinking about marriage. My wife and I were discussing about marriage the other day and someone who wants to get married recently. I was like, this is not the time to get married. Do you need to bring another person in or join up with some other character in these times? This is the time to say, all the best. All the best. Hallelujah. And go your merry way. 
You and the Lord. No, that's natural speaking. That's the natural man. This is natural man speaking. It is naturally better right now to avoid all such things and just mind your own business and just see if you can live from day to day, right? Then bring on board a couple of others when you haven't even done what you're supposed to do with yourself. (laughs) Because of an urge to merge. This urge to merge is very powerful. Okay. So, heirs together of the grace of life. Did you notice there that life and the ability to live comes from Him and it is given to us and then comes a relationship. He didn't talk about food. He's talking about relationship. Did you notice that? How you speak, what you are thinking about, that is what it is. It's not in the food. It's not in the food. It's not in the food. Amen. First Timothy chapter 4. Okay, verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, nothing to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For... It is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Notice the next verse. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up, nourishment, in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Praise God. Can you see that there is a particular age in which we are living in where there will be a lot of talk about what you are eating. It's going to be peddled by demons even that will like to seduce and cheat us of the truth. Praise God. What sanctifies our food is truth, prayer, truth, prayer, truth, prayer, truth, prayer. How much truth do you know? If I eat this, this will happen. That's what will happen. If you believe nothing will be happening, if you eat this, drink that, that's what will happen. As you have been thinking and thinking and thinking, it has set up a stronghold, it has ruled over you, it dominates you. The minute you touch it, your whole body will begin to go into convulsions. You cannot even touch it. It has become so powerful. What you think is so powerful that it has conditioned every cell in your body to respond in a certain way. Your speech nerve, your mouth is saying it. The whole body is trapped by it now. The speech nerve, like the rudder on the ship, has controlled the whole thing. Like the bit in the horse's mouth is ruling that creature. Thinking, 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 saying, thinking, thinking, saying, thinking, saying. Finally, you're stuck in this thing that even if you just take one drop of it, 
Everything happens. Are you out there? It's not easy because we are here in a planet to go against the flow. See, that's the hard part. It's a fight. I was thinking about it a little bit the other day. God is actually saying, fight. Fight. If you don't fight, you're disobeying him. Fight. He said, come, let me show you your cupboard. So you go into his house and he says, this is your cupboard. And you see your name written on it. Then you open it and you see full fatigues, machine guns, you know, uh, grenades and AK-47 and all this. This is your stuff. You're like, what? I don't know how to use this. I was never trained. I didn't go to, you know, the armed forces. I didn't go for training after PUC. He's like, (laughs) son, guess what? You're in the army now. Hallelujah. Go fight. So what if you don't fight? Well, you're disobeying him. And because you disobey him, you get eaten up. Not because you didn't fight, but because you disobeyed him. Because the protection is removed. It is in confidence that you're obeying him that there is a protection. He is my life and the length of my days. Not anything else. Grace has been given to me. I am taking what he gave me. That's all. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, get this. It's not about what you eat. It's not about what you don't eat. It's not about any of those things. Church, believers, it's not about what you eat or don't eat. Hallelujah. Amen. And I know what I'm talking about. I eat only certain things. But the truth is this. That your food is sanctified by prayer, by truth. Hallelujah. So let's increase the level of truth and begin to think according to truth and beginning to consider our prayer relationship and begin to receive our prayer benefits. Hallelujah. So according to these scriptures, the Bible says, in the last days there will be a lot of focus on what to eat and what not to eat. But our food is actually cleansed by the word and prayer. 1 Timothy 4 5. Let's hear 1 Timothy 4.5. So, if this is true, then, in Jesus' name, you can drink a deadly thing, it will not harm you. Amen. Can you see how it goes with him? That's how he thinks. You guys are above all of that. Oh, you pretend that like you are supermen. You pretend that you are above all these things. People say that about you and I. We're not pretending. We're acting on the word of God, which is truth. Hallelujah. We are acting out the script with which we were created. We were cut out of that material. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which were before ordained that we should walk in them. We were cut out of that material called in Christ. And we were told, walk there. Hallelujah. 
So, it is faith that pleases him. Anybody in this church knows that. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. You eat this and that and the other, but if you took no faith, you haven't pleased him. Are you out there? So, you take the food, put it on the table and say, this is not what is quickening my body. It is you, Lord. It's your word. You are my life. You are the length of my days. For me, my children, to keep me on the planet, you are my sustenance. I bless this in Jesus' name. Wolf gang. Wolf gang. Wolf gang. Amen? Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. That's just part of the, you know, little gunpowder by the side. Little bit of, you know, flavor. Hallelujah. Alright, let's leave that and go on. Mercy, Lord. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Okay, we have, I think we made some point, at least, that it's not about the food, right? Praise God, at least a few points there can be thought upon. Take time, ponder about it nicely, spend some weeks, think about it, read it over and over, ponder about it, and then you get convinced, because it's about conviction. Hallelujah. You don't have to just follow hook, line, and sinker. You check it out for yourself. Praise God. Amen. Ha ha. Okay. Now let's go to Isaiah. Notice uh, 45. I think it was Wednesday we talked about how Jesus um, hung on the cross. But it was the serpent that it was being referred to from John 3. Right? God has been talking like that. Look at Isaiah 45. Observe there. Praise the Lord. It's interesting to see how he has been thinking. Notice verse 22. Look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God. There is none else. Hallelujah. And look. The next verse says, I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness. It shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. In other words, this is a salvation verse. Amen? That everybody is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess, if not now, one day. Praise God. But those who look to him, they'll be saved. He said, I'm the only one. Praise God. There's no other God but me. Praise God. Notice how he has made it as simple as looking. If you see people paralyzed in hospitals, they can communicate with blinks, right? If, you, if it's true, say, just blink once. If it's not, blink twice, right? Even if somebody were on the, the bed there and you wanted them to accept Jesus, you could lead them to Christ and say, would you like to accept Jesus? And they do one blink or two, you know, you could tell. Hallelujah. In other words, it's very easy. It's the easiest to just look. Salvation has been made easy. That's why people cannot believe that. (laughs) You mean that you are going to heaven just because you believed this and said that? So you're on your way to heaven? You are saved? (laughs) God has not changed. He knows what we've been through. He knows who got us into all this trouble. He knows who started the problem. And so he said, I am making it simple. 
I'm making it easy. Look to me. Just look. And you will be saved. Amen? So, in other words, it's like making a big deal of grace and mercy and favor. He's just saying, I'm making it so easy that anybody can get saved. I have done all the work. All you need to do is look to me and say, I believe. Amen? That's what he's trying to say. Hallelujah. Look at another verse like that. I won't take long. I'm already boring you. But, see, today I have a combination of camera and people, so that's where the trouble comes. If you do it just camera, it'll be different. If you do it just people, it will be different. Combination of camera and people, signals keep flying up. Question marks, expressions, thinkings, all come. So I have to deal with all that. So I won't take too long. The pastor Uttriyanga. Hero Ananda. All that is there. I can perceive it. Okay, shut up. Get out of here, man. You did a good job. Now go. Let's eat communion and go away. I feel all that. I have to go through it and drop my bombs. Still. Say amen. Isaiah 55. Look at this verse 1. Ho! Everyone that thirsted, come, eat to the waters. And that has no money, come, buy, eat. Yes, come, buy, wine, milk, without money, without price. What's he saying? He's saying, I'm making it cheap. Even if you have nothing, you can be saved. Amen. That's what he's saying. He's saying, you don't have to have a pie. You don't have to come from a certain background. You don't have to belong to any special category of people. You are nothing. You have nothing. Come. Isn't that salvation? Amen. We make it this and that afterwards. But that's not how it is. The original is, come. Come and drink. Come and eat. Look what he's saying. Anybody can eat. The beggar can eat. The prince can eat. Everybody can eat. Come eat. Anybody can drink. The prince, the beggar, the guy on the street, we all drink. Come. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as looking. It's as simple as eating. It's as simple as drinking. Come. God's grace is available like that. What he paid for, everything that the cross paid for is available. Healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being, nothing missing, nothing broken. Come. You have nothing, come and take it. Just come and take. Now, I offer it to you. You take it. You take. It's about taking it. The grace has been given. You take it. The benefits have been given. Now, take it. Amen. Hallelujah. He's making it real simple. I think people complicate it. Amen. Why do we complicate it? We were thinking like that for years. God will punish you. Better line up. Look at me, I'm perfect. Then you find out they're not perfect. And then you rebel. And then you go off in the opposite direction. Then you meet Jesus again. And he's like, do you know you don't have to come with anything? Just come as you are without one plea and I'll save you. And you're like, I'll get your mother, Elio. It's not true, man. Just Chumma, you're saying. When time comes, I'll prove it to you that it's all Chumma. 
After a couple of months, you tell him, see, I must do this, I must do that. If I don't do this, that Who said that? Some preacher said it. What did the Bible say? Amen? Let's look at another one. We have to close. I'm enjoying it because it's giving me nice cuts on the head also. In these times, you know, right now. In 2021. It's important. 2021 has a unique kind of setup where you are being herded up like cattle for the slaughter. Lined up. I was in the funeral place. I mean, I saw it. It's like cattle. Just dig a hole and throw them in. That's all. Here. Here's the mud. Throw it. That's all you become? Cattle? Just to be got rid of? Ah. No, 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 no. I will not allow that. No! If God is true and God said this, we have a better expectation. We have a confidence. We have a hope that is beyond all this rubbish that you're seeing there. Please, my brother, my sister, don't fall for the lies. It's not fun. I don't want to do these things. I will not do these things. Revelation 22. Notice verse 17. Ho, everyone that thirsted, come ye to the waters. Is that what it said? Yeah. The spirit and the bride say, come. (laughs) Him that hears say, come. And let him that is thirsty come. Whosoever will, let him come and take freely of the waters of life. Isn't that what he's saying? I don't think we read any of this in Canada, right? Let's do Isaiah first. Isaiah 45, verse 22. I am not going to bury anybody. I had enough of this burial nonsense. I am not going to bury anybody in Jesus' name. Including myself. Amen. Now let's do 22.17 also. Atmanu Madalagitiu Ba Anutare Kelwavanu Ba Anali Bayaridavanu Barali Istawulavanu Jiva Jalavanu Uchitawagi Tegdukoldali. Oh glory to God. That's salvation. Waters just flowing like that. Anybody who wants, take. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. But then we are supposed to publish it that it is free. Amen. We are supposed to say Jesus has paid the ransom. Jesus has already paid. Just come and take it. Come running. Come take it. Come drink. Come eat. It's yours. Just look. It's yours. You will be saved. You just call on his name. Believe. You shall be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's supposed to be that simple. Imagine if whatever Jesus has paid for and given as grace is that simple then why aren't we all enjoying the benefits? Because of our thinking. 
Mr. D and the world have come into the thinking and have dropped some minefields inside there and said, no, it's like this, it's like that. Aren't you doing this? Hey, we're all queuing up. You have to do this also. You have to eat this, you have to drink that. Come on. Meanwhile, this one is free. Waters of life, 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 life. No death inside. Life, 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 life. And you drank it. Guess what you got? Life is inside you. Now, life, life, blessing. No curse. Healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You got it all. You just took it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what should happen? You just have to adjust your thinking and say, No, I'm not agreeing with any nonsense out there. I already have life. I cannot die. I'm already healed. I cannot be sick. Those who dwell on that mountain shall not say they are sick. We cannot be. I will not confess it. You can beat me all you want. I will not say it. Like the, you know, Kerala police and the pulley. Beat the fellow and he will never confess that he's a pulley, isn't it? Or is it the other way around? Whatever it is, you got the message. (laughs) The point is, whatever he does, whatever the enemy tries, don't open your mouth and say that I am sick. Because you are healed. Because you got life. Because you got blessing. Because you got wholeness. Because you got soundness. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing. That's the mighty salvation. So great salvation that Jesus gave to us. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we go to church. That's why we hang around. So that we can infect each other with these thoughts. And not choose the trash out there. Amen. That's why we do not neglect the assembling together of the brethren as the manner of some is, especially as you see that day approaching. That day, as it draws closer, it is harder to accept the assembling of the believer and what he believes in. There's going to be forces trying to stop you from gathering and receiving these freely given things. You cannot die. You live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'll take another minute or two and then we stop. But can you see how Jesus said, I am the bread. I am the Passover. You believe in that, it's done. Hallelujah. <laughs> and people got bugged because they, they never understood In the legal mind, they never understood that God would actually put all the blame on somebody else so that man would be free. They didn't like that. They wanted man to be blamed. Again and again. That's religion. Religion wants you to bear the blame and always be guilty. And always doing penances. But Jesus came and said, I am the one who takes all the blame. It's over. The ransom is paid. You guys are free. Ooh, that's good news. That's good news. That's good news. That's good news. Hallelujah. Don't forget these things. Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. Hallelujah. Maybe we should read something from Exodus as we park. Exodus, the 12th chapter. Observe here. 
This is very interesting. Same Bible, same verses, but at certain periods of time, certain things become lit up for our benefit. Remember, 12 is all about that Passover lamb, how they were given instructions to go find the right lamb. Amen? And the instructions are there. Verse 1, the Lord spake unto Moses, to Aaron, the land of Egypt. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb. Tenth day of that particular month. Take every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Each house had one lamb, he said, on the tenth. Verse 4, if the, notice, if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of souls. Every man, according to his eating, shall make count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Take it out from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation shall kill it in the evening. They shall take the blood, strike it on the two side posts, upper door posts of the house wherein they shall eat it. They shall eat in the flesh that night. Eat the flesh that, I mean eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Not with water or curry. Eat everything roasted. Praise God. But notice there, it says that they would take it from the 10th to the 14th and look at it properly. So for three days, they would examine the lamb. They would look at it top, back, bottom, up and down. Make sure there's nothing wrong with the lamb. Examine the lamb. Not themselves, the lamb. When people say, examine yourself before you take communion, they're not talking about checking how many sins you have sinned and all of that. They're checking about, do you really believe that Jesus paid? Do you really believe that everything is washed? That Jesus paid for it all? Do you really believe that you are one body? Do you really believe that your relationship with each other is very powerful, more than all the food you eat or don't eat? Do you discern the Lord's body properly? And confess, if you know there is something wrong. Hallelujah. Let it go. Praise God. So for three days, they check. They check one lamb. They check it and check it and check it and check it. And after they find out that it has no fault, they kill that one. Now, if Jesus is the Lamb of God, and if you just imagine that one day was one year, then for three years, he was being examined in his public ministry. Remember? And at the baptism, the father said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And then further on, at the Mount of Transfiguration, he said, this is my beloved son. Hear him. Amen? I'm pleased with him. He put stamp on him, credited him as a good lamb, perfect lamb. He has obeyed everything. The lamb has done all that he ought to do. I sign it, not any man. I am telling you, this lamb is paka. This lamb is perfect. This lamb has completed every formal requirement. 
I declare, He is my beloved son. I am well pleased with him. You guys can follow him. You can listen to him. He's the Lamb of God. I put my stamp on him. He is the Lamb. Hallelujah. So, the Lamb has come. Perfect Lamb has come. And he hangs there. And he says, I am the one. Look at me. Okay, so I look away from myself. Did I eat this? Did I eat that? No. <laughs> Didn't I eat this? Did I do this? Did I... Look away to the lamb. Whatever it is, forgive me, Lord, if I was trusting in the food, if I was trusting in the diet, if I was trusting in this and that and the other, forgive me. You are my life. You are my health. You are the length of my days. You are the life of my children. You are the one that keeps me on the planet. You are the one who is giving me all of these things. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Lamb of God. You are the Passover. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. When we do that, God is pleased. It's the Lamb. It's not you. Isn't that lovely that the Father and the Son had this wonderful arrangement for us before time began? What an embrace. They just embraced us and said, we keep you. And they put the blood on the house, on the doorpost and the lintel. And when anything out there passed, it never came to that house. Psalm 91. There shall no evil befall you. No plague come near your dwelling place. It cannot come near you. And they came out of Egypt after 430 years. That night after they ate it, they came out with gold and silver. They came out, almost two million of them. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Not one was weak. Not one. Imagine, that was a lamb that was taken from natural setting. Pointing to the lamb that God has chosen as the lamb of God. Who is carrying the life of God. My, my, my. We should be jumping up and down and saying, I can never die. I can never. I will live. I will declare the works of the Lord. I will live and not die. I am blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed coming in. Blessed going out. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. I and my children. All that pertains to me is blessed. That's the truth. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know what? We're shouting about it. Amen? Because it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. 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 Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Ha 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 ha. Glory. In the five moments that are left, I'm going to read out of John, the sixth chapter. And then we will see if we can read also from Canada. Amen. John, the sixth chapter. Notice here. Oh, my, my. You know, chapter six is awesome. It's loaded with stuff, these kind of thoughts. Verse 40 says, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him, may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. <laughs> it's very hard for them to accept things that it's done. Just, you know, take it. Hallelujah. 42. And they said, 
Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I came down from heaven? Remember John 3, the born again one where he said, I came from heaven. I'll tell you about heaven because I came from there. Remember? Things like that. Jesus therefore answered and said unto him, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which sent me. Draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. Aren't you guaranteed that you've been drawn by the Father? The Father looked at you and brought you to Jesus. Amen. It is written in the prophets, They shall be taught, all taught of God, every man therefore, as he has heard, as he learned of the Father, cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God. He has seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink the blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father. I live by the Father. How did Jesus live? By what he ate? No, he lived by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. I am your life. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna. And look at the way he's going at it. Nobody talked like him. This, 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 this. Everywhere he comes to clarify the issue. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. These things had he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. I'm just overwhelmed. That's plenty. Let's see if we can read one or two verses here and then go forward. Verse 55, for my flesh is meat indeed, my blood is drink indeed. Heat it, eat it, my flesh, drink it, my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. And then 57 also, that I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Amen? Verse, um, those three verses, maybe if you can. Yakandre, nanda mamsavu, nijavada aharavu, nanda raktavu, nijavada panavu agide. ಯಾವನು ನನ್ನ ಮಾಂಸವನ್ನು ತಿಂದಿ ನನ್ನ ರಕ್ತವನ್ನು ಕುಡಿಯುತ್ತಾನೋ ಅವನು ನನ್ನಲ್ಲಿ ವಾಸಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ನಾನು ಅವನಲ್ಲಿ ವಾಸಿಸುತ್ತೇನೆ ಜೀವವುಳ್ಳ ತಂದೆಯು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಕಳುಹಿಸಿರಲಾಗಿ ನಾನು ತಂದೆಯ ಮೂಲಕ ಜೀವಿಸುವಂತೆಯೇ ನನ್ನನ್ನು ತಿನ್ನುವವನು ನನ್ನ ಮೂಲಕವಾಗಿಯೇ ಜೀವಿಸುವನು That life has been given. Amen. Before Jesus died, 
he had bled completely. But, you know, they were worried. Is this guy dead? Let's go break his legs. And they came and they found out that he had already died. Amen. But he had said, I lay down my life, I pick it up. In other words, even if all my blood is gone, until I finish my job, I am not dead. So it's not the blood that gave him life. It was the life of the Father that gave him life. And so today, you and I have blood and all of that stuff, and lungs and liver and kidneys and stuff like that. But the word works in our marrow, where the blood is produced, where the life comes from. He says, my word is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. What? My word. Life and health does not come from food. It comes from God and his word. It doesn't come from food. It comes from God and his word. Just like sin cannot be forgiven by yourself by eating this and that, it is only forgiven by God. Same way, healing only comes from God. You cannot heal yourself. You cannot cleanse your own sin. You cannot. Jesus said, I am the one that has authority to cleanse sin and to raise people up even on the earth. Amen? Jesus has not changed. Amen? So, today... Think about all this, make your arguments, make your plans, make your thoughts. But I pray in Jesus' name that we will all come to a simple conclusion that God cannot lie, God never changes, that life has been given to us, blessing has already been put into us, and therefore we agree with it and refuse everything else. Actively, we fight against every other thought. While we're sleeping, while we're standing, we're walking down the road, Constantly speaking life, canceling death, denying death's power over us. Poverty and the curse must not dominate our lives. It has no authority because we took the lamb. Hallelujah. Shall we take communion? Praise you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. I don't know how next week will be. Let's see. This may be, you know, the only time we may be able to gather like this. I don't know. But um, there's plenty of time to think about these things. There's plenty of time to read over these things and form solid conclusions. Let's use this time. Fill your day with these kind of thoughts. Nothing wrong with relaxing and you know, playing games and all of that, nothing. But make sure your mind is actively camping around these things. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hallelujah. Our mind is very expensive, very, very, very expensive, and the devil has come to fight in your mind, casting down imaginations, thoughts, strongholds in the mind. He knows it's about the mind. So your mind is so vital. Guard it, guide it with the scripture and the word of God. The spirit of God. The things of God. At the end of it all, you should be very sure that what God said is final authority. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you gave your son, your beloved son, as the lamb of God. That you were satisfied with him. 
that when he hung on that cross, he said it is finished, it is fulfilled. He did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, to offer his life as a ransom for all. I thank you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the Lamb of God, perfect, 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 perfect. You took every single requirement of the law upon yourself, and then you took our place and curse our sickness, our disease, our poverty, death and destruction, bore it all and said, Now, if you look to me, if you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show my death until I come. You're coming. You're coming soon. You're coming to take us home. Till that day, we declare the Lamb of God was slain for us, and therefore we will live. No curse will come near our house, not near our children, not near our bodies. You cannot dominate us. You cannot cheat us. Today, in Jesus' name, our marriages are blessed. Our wives, our mothers, we release them from every uh, hard, captive thought we may have held, any offense or bitterness we have towards them, in Jesus' name. And we decide to love and honor in Jesus' name so that our prayers and the grace of life will flow. We thank you. We bless you. As we eat and drink, we shall live and be satisfied and see good days and be a testimony on the earth. Bodies come in line in Jesus' name. From the crown of the head to the soles of the feet. Finances come in line. Property come in line. Marriages come in line. Children come in line. Households. Work of our hands, come in line. Favor is our portion. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we eat and drink? In Jesus' name. We have it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy. You are worthy, Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, I believe you had a good time. I had a good time. I believe you're blessed. And just go live. Go live. Don't be bothered about anybody or anything else. Trust the word of God. Amen. Whatever systems and societies say, that's not your problem. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity to give in Jesus' name. And it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give to your bosom. With the measure you meet, it shall be measured back to you again. Thank you so much. You are blessed. You are blessed, those of us who are involved with tithing and giving in any form. May I declare that you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Too blessed to be cursed. Too blessed to be sick, too blessed to lack any good thing. You are blessed with the blessings of the Lord that make rich and add no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you team. Thank you all. You are blessed.